0: What it says after that for life or whatever. I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. You, you guys doubt me, but I'm the same guy that knew it was hold guilty. Feet have got no rhythm when Corey was like, nobody would ever say that lyric. Oh, You're right a on dumb that lyric to say, and I was like, no, that that those are lyrics. I'm serious. Yeah, I'm no, serious. you were totally right on that. He's saying, hold on for life. Okay, because that's what we're doing, right? I mean, the the amount that I've held versus the amount that I've sold. Mm-hmm. is like if there's a whole to sold ratio mm-hmm. it hello would be like whole numbers you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. no hold on the top sold mm-hmm. on the bottom mm-hmm. small number on the bottom big number right like uh you know he dumped no just whole <laughs> numbers baby whole See, numbers he dumped everything do i look like charlie <laughs> lee mm-hmm. do i look like vital of hmm
1: I don't I, mean, think. He, I I don't think he's 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 only dumped
0: How much has he dumped? That's I don't know we're going go to Uh welcome to the Bitcoin podcast ladies and gents ladies and ladies this show is for the ladies all right uh this is <laughs> this is episode 340 50, three, four. Three, episode 300 and Nope, that's not it, but we can put it up there. Uh, this is episode 353. If it's uh,
1: not, let me let me look in this up. Uh, Keep talking.
0: 352 coming in hot from Alicia. Thank you very much, Alicia. I appreciate you for the assist there. I'm going to slam dunk it. This is episode 352 of the Bitcoin podcast. Here we go again, doing our thing, uh, presenting with, to you crypto news and blockchain things i'm the host that talks first uh d and i'm the host
1: that talks third because the host that talks second is currently absent
0: that's right uh Corey is taking a personal personal day from the podcast <laughs> all right uh, they call it personal health day Mental health day—that's what they call them now. That's that new millennial hot slickness. Somebody hit me with that. One of my employees hit me with that this week. Said, and then you fired men- them. I need <laughs> a mental health day, and I said, "Okay, you can get all the days you want, baby, because you're fired." No, I'm kidding. That did not happen. Uh, you know, they got their health. You know, mental health. You know, it's important. I th- I think you know why it's new and it's important, Jesse, to have mental health days. Tell me. Because our fathers and huh. their fathers. Sorry, and mothers and their mothers, you know, we're 2021, we're woke. uh, Did not have to deal with as much noise as we do. Noise, you mean like ambient stress? Yes, exactly. The noise of everyday living when it comes to um, uh, email notifications, Mm -hmm. real mail notifications, phone calls, texts, chat groups, messenger groups, different chat groups and different messenger groups and different apps, Um, Facebooks, your Instagrams, there's just so much noise in life these days. So many, so many messages sent and received that sometimes you just gotta like, pause, like, okay, pause, like, I just need no messages to go in or out. I just want to stare at this still like, for like, two hours, right? Like, we need mental health days like back in the day when it was just a phone and you got a phone call Uh that was like that's it you'd never heard from that person entity or thing again until they called you again that's it you know like can you imagine back in the 50s when you're like all right honey i'm going to work and you never heard from that person the rest of the day and then you come back and you're like oh yeah you're still alive hey i made it back from work you know that was your day. You know, like that's, you think of all the stuff that you say, like it just flows. It's like Because like that's the way it was then that they don't need mental health days when, you know, but me, like me and my girl, we talk like 10,000 times an hour in five different apps. She's like, hey, did you get my message in that app? And I'm like, why? Why message me there? Just text me. She's like, no, because we were talking about something totally different in that app. And we're talking about something in this app. So it's like. It's just a lot. It's a wow. lot. You guys use more than one app? It's so like four. Like four yeah. apps. So uh, it's like I four different simultaneous conversations. It sounds, sounds it's stressful. stressful. It's not stressful. It's just you, know, you need mental health. Right? Oh, mental health. And, then, okay. and then think about work, right? You got email, you got phone, mm-hmm. and you got text. And you've got to be available on all of them. Oh, and the brand new business thing, which is chat groups, right? A business can chat with another business. Right. So you've got to watch all four lines of communication and try to funnel what type of communication goes into which type of way to communicate. And you just got to monitor it all. You got to. It's a lot, bro. When you think about it.
1: I wish I could just like hang out with you for a day and like on your busiest day and I could just like see what you do.
0: A lot of what I do is like talking on the phone like this and typing at the same time. That's it. (laughs) And then driving, a lot of driving involved. It's a lot. It's do you lot. sing in the park when you drive? Oh, uh, I do like to sing actually. But the latest song I sing is Justin, Sir Justin Bieber's Peaches. It's a very good song. Oh, interesting. It's a very good song. Wouldn't take you for a Justin Bieber fan. Uh, he's very
1: popular with the blacks, you know,
0: <laughs> very popular.
1: All right, let's get to the news.
0: Let's get to some real shit. Okay, so we don't talk about Bitcoin a lot. But maybe we should, considering the name. But one of the things that's new with the Bitcoin Lightning Network, and if you're not familiar with the Bitcoin Lightning Network, then you're probably new to crypto. But the Bitcoin Lightning Network is a level, is a layer-two scaling solution that was introduced many, many moons ago. Now, maybe a good four or five years ago now. Um, as a way to essentially lock up Bitcoin um, from one party to another. And then those, we'll call them nodes, those channels, we'd call it channels, up could then route Bitcoin transactions throughout the all the way down and through the layer two Lightning Network down to the Bitcoin Network, right? Very, very neat stuff, right? So, here's an example of Lightning. If Jesse and I both had 10 Bitcoin and I said, Hey, Jesse, I do a lot of business with you, right? In a year, we're business partners, we're business to business partners. We do, on average, Three hundred thousand dollars worth of business a year, right? How about I put up, you know, a certain amount, and you put up a certain amount, and we just swap our monies back and forth, right? At lightning speed. We don't need a bank. We don't need a. We don't need a bank. We don't need a silly Visa, right? We don't need those things. We can then swap transactions back and forth at the speed of lightning, uh, all day, every day. Any transaction lower than the the channel maximum. And it'd be dope. The thing about that is obviously your head is turning and you're like, what How? What happens if one person shuts down the node? What happens if this? What happens if that? All those questions uh, can't be answered here in this podcast, but can be if you do just a little bit of research. But the biggest thing with the Lightning Network is you could not dually fund a channel. So it would be either be up to Jesse to trust me to launch a channel that was big enough to support the commerce we needed to run through it, or me to trust Jesse but now we can own stake in this channel. I could say, hey, Jesse, me and you do 3K worth of business between us every year. How about you put up 200, I put up 200, and we launch a node, and da da da, da. right? So, you know, it all sounds good when it's coming out of your mouth, but finally we've got to the point where you can dually fund uh, a lightning channel, which is, is, is kind of neat, right? um it, it it's kind of neat um and the lightning network still has a lot of growth to do the thing that i most dislike about the lightning network right now is that you can't just go spend bitcoin at a place and it just automatically go through the route lightning network for payment and then to the real bitcoin network for settlement right i wish that you could but you have to specify, like if I were at a gas station, this gas station happened to do crypto, they would be like, "We either take Bitcoin and take Bitcoin lightning or we don't right? like you have to say, "Hey, I'm paying with Bitcoin lightning, and they would be like, "Oh, well, I happen to accept Bitcoin lightning, or if they didn't, it would just be like, "Yeah, I don't do Bitcoin lightning. See that doesn't make any sense. That's like, do you take my?" dollars my fast dollars or my slow dollars it doesn't make any sense right what's a coin join you know what that is uh i think coin join if i'm not mistaken is when you put a whole bunch of utxos like in one bucket and then Mm -hmm. you send the transaction so what that ends up doing is obfuscating obfuscating your transaction so for example, example right so like if you if me and you And 15 other people all put our UTXOs in a bucket. But then the payments that we were trying to make on the other end of the transactions were all equivalent to what they were supposed to be. If we've mixed the UTXOs, then nobody knows who's anybody. Right. Very says
1: says, finally, with C Lightning's multifund channel, command nodes can open multiple Lightning channels at once when other nodes can uh, also contribute these. Uh, opens approximate a coin join multi party transactions break some of some on chain correlation capabilities.
2: Um,
0: so, at least you just put here, I can read this. What is coin join? Coin join is an animation strategy that protects the privacy of Bitcoin users when they conduct transactions with each other, obscuring the sources and destinations of BTC used in transactions. Coin join requires multiple parties to jointly sign. Yeah. So, you know, like we just said. Yeah. You're mixing right. the coins
1: you're combining utxos into like your batching transactions
0: pretty much yeah so man i'm surprised i know stuff like that off the top of my head sometimes me i'm really shocked i'm glad i, got I am i'm like orlando jones in uh the time machine have you seen that movie mm, that must be a little bit old okay we're gonna move on <laughs> We're going to move on to a different topic. Uh, Topic dose. So Ethereum creator Vitalik
1: Buterin donated over $1 billion to India's COVID relief via Shiba Inu, I believe, right?
0: He did. He did. So this is the story that I've been waiting for. You know, this is a story that gets your heart warm and gets your belly warm. And so long story short, there's this new token. That's the new meme hotness. And meme tokens are a thing here in 2021. You can meme something. I'm pretty sure somebody will meme crying Jordan just to do it. And then Jordan will be like, hey, I'm Michael Jordan. I'm going to try to. The Time machine came out in 2002, by the way. Hey, I'm Michael Jordan. I'm going to try to sue you and they're gonna be like this is a crypto token bro like do something about it so so anyways meme tokens um shiba Inu is the latest one doge is the most popular one quite obviously and uh you know over shalik bushren donated over one billion dollars that's not shiba inu that's doge you got shiba we got shiba up there yeah it's shiba no Oh, oh, that is Shiba know That's the actual dog. Yeah. So there's a token called Shiba Inu. Anyways, uh. Oh. So he donated a billion dollars. The reason I think this story is dope is because like big crypto needs some good news to combat the heavy, heavy flurries of bad news it's about to face from governments around the world, right? We're about to get hit with onslaughts of this is for terrorists, this is for criminals. Cryptos for this, cryptos for that, cryptos for, you know, why wouldn't you want to be a part of the bank? Why why are you avoiding having a bank account? Like all kinds of awkward, weird evilness is headed towards crypto here in a little bit. Right. And so basically, uh, we need some good news. Vitalik said, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna donate a billion dollars to India because India is getting straight ran right now um by COVID. I don't know if anybody has been keeping track of that. I don't even want to mention it here because I don't think it's a show for that. But so like, He seems to donate his
1: meme coins. It, coins. it looks like he, uh, he gave, I guess, roughly $54 million in in ETH to uh, GiveWell. Uh, it says that GiveWell is a nonprofit organization that evaluates the effectiveness of charities. And then he also sent uh, $336 million worth of Elon, which is another shit coin. Uh, to the methuselah foundation which is a non-profit dedicated to tissue engineering and making quote 90 the new 50 by 2030 so it looks like uh like i think he's not really donating so much ETH as he is really just donating the shit coins that somehow appear in his wallet that's pretty interesting Mm.
0: that is pretty interesting i bet you sometimes he wakes up and he's like oh wow another five million today
1: huh it's gotta be more than that right Oh, yeah.
0: It's got to be way more. I mean, yeah. if you donate, he's
1: probably he, like, oh. Like, he, he donated, it looks like all in all, he donated like one point, almost $1.4 billion. Jesus. Right? So he woke up and he had an extra essentially like 1.4, well, also probably like say 1.3 billion.
0: <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Just That's wake up. Cool. Just but look at Look at what he's doing for everyone. If it works. Good. good on him. Yeah. Good it's a big him. if. Big if. Right, right now, Ether's, Ether's got a big old if around it right now. So, oh, I... these gas fees are stupid, bro.
1: I mean, I, I don't disagree.
0: I tried to get a friend, Shiba, and it was a $300 gas fee. No, a $275 gas fee. Yeah. Of course, true. all of the Shiba was for a friend. And so... um <laughs> All, all 39 bunking in until like all this all 39 stuff. million of those Shiba were for a friend. Yeah. Uh, and so limitation. what have you learned? What do
1: you mean? Have you learned that it was worth it or it's not worth it? Cause it looks like it all tanked
0: a well, lot. fun gamble. Hold on. Let me see. How much did I lose so far? So it's like
1: 38% on Shiba and like Akita is like 70 something percent loss. Elon's 50 something percent loss.
0: And let me take a look. I'm taking a look at my Shiba valuation. Tell us the real damage.
1: The emotional cost.
0: (laughs) I I lost some money on my Shiba gamble. Not a lot, but enough.
1: And then you got to pay the transaction fees to reverse out of that. Do I? Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Or do I Shiba just say it's, Pretty <laughs> much say it's gone? That money is gone.
0: You should probably do the latter. But hold up. Let me pretend like I'm into Doge real quick. Can we throw that sign up there? I'm going to be a fake Dozer. Here it is. No, man. Everybody's going to be taking Shiba, bro. Shiba is going to be Shiba's gonna be the new currency. Um, you're going to see Shiba at gas stations. Uh, all Shiba has to do... I've heard this from every Doge coiner I've met so far, 100%. If Shiba gets to one (coughs) dollar. You know that's what they're saying on YouTube,
1: though. Like, there are people like shilling the fuck out of Doge. Like it's gonna be a dollar. It's gonna be two dollars and fifty cents. Like every like there's a huge echo chamber in YouTube if
0: you step into the Dogecoin. Some whales are gonna go in there and take people's souls. That's what's gonna happen. They're gonna get tired of the noise. They're gonna say, let's get back to reality. They're gonna step in there. Just drain everyone's soul. I mean, that's what
1: we think, but like
0: maybe, (laughs) maybe all, maybe
1: they won't. Maybe Dogecoin becomes the new Bitcoin. How how funny would that be? I would be
0: laughing. If Dogecoin becomes the new Bitcoin, I'm I'm done with crypto all (laughs) time. I I will hang up this podcast. I will be like, hey guys, I was right but wrong. All at the same time, I was all the way right and wrong. I'm gonna to to go live with my wrongness and just you know, yeah, be just okay with the
1: it. losses. You just be like, I can't worship the doge,
0: yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I i saw what was happening in the world and I opted out, <laughs> okay. So That's what I'll do. So, um, so here's something, right? We'll just switch topics a little bit and then we'll get into the interview. But we have a uh, from the old SCC. If you don't know what the SEC is, then you've been living under a rock, right? Uh, is, you know, Securities and Exchange Commission. Jesse, I thought you were gonna bring it in on that. I thought you. Were
1: no, no, no. I'm just laughing because Joe posted. Uh, in general, he's like just the three of us, and then he's like watching the, the YouTube channel
0: uh, right now. <laughs> oh, he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was Joe. On Joe. Thanks, man. Well, let's show your comment. Oh, wait, we just did something. What's hey. up, Joe? Uh, so here's the deal. There's a staff statement on fund registered under the Investment Company Act, investing in the Bitcoin futures market. So I guess what this means in a nutshell is that finally, you know, like the U.S. government is stepping in with guidance on how to invest in things. And, you know, I don't mean to beat a dead drum. Does that no beat a dead horse? Beat a dead drum. I not mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so stupid. I don't mean to beat a dead horse, uh, but you know, when governments start giving guidance on how you can put large sums of money into things in a safe way to keep you out of jail, it means that the government is prepared to defend you. In certain situations, if you've put large sums of money in things, right, or persecute you, prosecute you, not persecute, prosecute you. So um, basically what it means is that that institutional money that we've been clamoring on about that's coming into Bitcoin and crypto, like the dumb institutional money is is still sitting on the sidelines. The smart institutional money is already here and has been for years. And they're just building, stagging up the dough, baby. Stagging up that bread dough, baby. Just stacking that sourdough. Have you ever tasted or made sourdough, Jesse, from scratch? Yeah. Not tasted, but made it? Yeah. Bro. No, no. I've
1: never I've never made it, but I've watched it being made in front of me. Stagging a dough, baby. They're just
0: stagging it. So then by the time the dumb institutional money is like, oh, mm-hmm. we were lazy. We forgot about it. Let's... Let's go buy some crypto. Why not? Just preserve our wealth. Well, by the time that's happened, it's too late. And you know, smart money has you know legal inoculation to to have the value that they have, and also legal inoculation and precedent to start creating derivatives of their value and selling that to all the dumb people. Not dumb. Just I think
1: people like to say like smart money hasn't made it in, or like the big money, but like big money has made it in. And Mm I think I think it's good to like that you're kind of delineating Mm -hmm. it's the smart big money because they're not just buying up tokens right that's not the the way that they move they they move by uh purchasing like an initial equity and like in a lot of the infrastructure that's being built out surrounding you know um exchanges um just everything that provides utility to the space Mm -hmm. um so it's it's just interesting that the 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 dumb big money is going to be like when people's 401ks uh get invested right i think that's what we've been saying over the years it's like when you don't know but uh your retirement your your like vanguard retirement 2030 or 2040 or whatever it is that etf is split up into exposure to like maybe uh fidelity's bitcoin etf or or you know grayscales bitcoin etf when they when they do come so it's just gonna be interesting
0: absolutely um Hey, I would like to do something to show. So his things like me and Corey, we've, we've had for years. We've had, It's like, you know, sorry. I don't want to completely ignore what you said, Jesse. No, no, no. You're going to, you're going to shill uh, Joe's stuff. Go for it. I, I wasn't going to shill it, but I'm also going to not ignore what she, <laughs> I wasn't going to shill. I'm not going to shill it. Don't, why would you kill the surprise, Jesse? You oh, kill sorry. The surprise? Don't sorry. kill the surprise. I Joe, mean, nothing's going to happen. Nothing nothing's going to happen. happen, Joe. Um. <laughs> But I think it, what you said, yes, to double down. It's important to delineate that there is smart money and dumb money, and on all levels of adoption and all wealth levels, and on every everything, right? And mm-hmm. so that was it. Goes all the way back to like you buying the pickaxes, or are you going out there, are you trying to dig for gold, or sorry, are you building and selling, selling the pickaxes. pickaxes, or are you going out there, you know what I'm saying? You want to play both? Majority selling the infrastructure. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes you do it a circle, like I'm gonna sell the infrastructure, then buy the gold, then sell the infrastructure and buy the gold. Like you just kind of keep it, you know, so you can just, you know, you just circle it in a cyclone. Mm. And that's what smart money does. It gets way ahead of the curve. Like I said, starts paving the roads and adding toll booths. And then the next thing you know, they're making money hand over foot, and they're like, oh, maybe we should just, I don't know, fly to Mars. I don't know what rich people are thinking nowadays. Those <laughs> wealthy people. But yeah, I mean they have uh, what companies? Rocket companies. That's the new yeah. thing. I love how Google was so wealthy. They were like, let's just make another company and split up all of our wealth into these other smaller companies. Like wait, Google split Alphabet. off? Alphabet, right? Didn't they make Alphabet? No,
1: that's their parent company.
0: Yeah, but it was just Google and then they made Alphabet. I thought
1: Alphabet as a parent company has always been in existence. No,
0: I thought Alphabet was after Google got really. There. Okay. Yeah. And then they were like, "Well, we're just going to make this other company called Alphabet, which instead of But not... it owns Google. So how can yeah, you Yeah, exactly. That? They just Retro did it. Okay. I
1: I'm, I'm not I can't fact check that. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's fact check
0: it. Let's do this. Okay. I'm going to Google.
1: Let's it. let's talk about uh while you do that, can I add this to the stream? Yeah. <laughs> you should come on stream, Joe. You should talk about your project. That's what we should have you do. Joe, what, can we can we bring Joe on here?
0: Yeah, I mean I'm pretty sure if he joins, like if you give him the link, he could Joe, you want to come up in here? Let us Joe, know, bro. Come come here and give talk us a response here in the comments. We can get you in here. You got a camera, you got a mic, you want in on this? Yeah, comment
3: in the YouTube Joe. So I guess we wait.
0: <laughs> so how's it? So did Alphabet come well, first? The Investopedia. This is mm-hmm. the article on why Google became Alphabet. So if I remember, uh, yeah, tense, right. yeah. verb tense, yeah. So Google got so large and had so much money, right? And had so m- the 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 comment that people make. It was the biggie Sir Biggie Smalls himself and Knight uh, Sean Puffy Combs. He said. He said, mo' money. They said, mo' money, mo' problems. And let me tell you something. It's facts. So Google got so fucking big. They were like, we need to do something about this. How about we just make this other giant company that owns these four shards of company? And we kind of take Google. and We just break it apart a little bit. And then there's this big company called Alphabet. And then there's Google. And there's other stuff. I don't know. There's like two more, I think. But uh, is he going to come in here? Is he going?
1: Uh, I don't know. Let me let me let me ping him on the general
0: chat. You keep talking. Do your thing. Um. Uh, so going back to, um, I really have nothing left to say. I was going to talk about <laughs> Joe's yeah, I know. I know. Cut to the. Interview. I know. I know. Let's cut to the interview and then hold Joe's thing. Um,
4: I was like the only correspondent that they had in Los Angeles, so, uh, they you know they they had me get a camera, started to shoot it, started to learn it, and then kind of just fell in love with uh, taking photos of palm trees and fast forward you know six years um, I've just fell in love with palm trees and have an infatuation with like the sense of uh, hope and tranquility that they provide and they basically became like the main character to you know uh, my art so that's who I am and, and what I'm about in a very simple way but yeah nice that's to meet you guys right he's yeah. also
3: yep. an insanely humble guy so I'll brag on his behalf. Um, he just wrapped up. We're not recording coming. yet. Do you want to say something oh. for the recording? <laughs> yeah, we definitely can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh,
4: oh, oh, my bad. I thought this was live. I didn't even. Uh, you know. Yeah, no, no, nice I guess it, nice. I guess live nice. it is live.
5: Now. It's live now. But we started. Uh, we should do. I see that. I didn't see it. How it started? Look at that. We no intro or nothing. Look at us we go. Just, look, look at us. <laughs> we just roll into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to run it back? No, look, we can fuck it. Let's go. So, hey, you guys know how we do. <laughs> yeah, we did we get it. Okay, going. Another Bitcoin podcast interview. Today, we're joining 721 Collective, uh, represented here by Aaron Barnett and Will Nichols. You heard a little bit about Will there, uh, you know, infatuated with palm trees. That's hyper-focused, man. I love it. It's not like, lying. I'm looking through the Instagram right now. There's a lot of palm trees. All palm trees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Girl, yeah. S- yeah. If somebody shows you a Christmas tree, you're like, get that shit out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me. I do palm trees. No. Uh. <laughs> Thank you for the introduction. Will Aram, yeah. I'll let you, you know, introduce yourself. This is man. The last time you came on our show though, Aram, we recorded via Skype. That's how long <laughs> ago What's it, it was. Yes, it was. We were, we were in <sighs> Skype back then. It was the old yeah. days.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Goodness. I think uh, I was like 19 at the time I've grown, not vertically, but I've gotten a lot bigger since we've last talked. Um, Maybe a little bit smarter, depending on who you asked. Um, in regards to, like, who I am, goodness, I- I've been around the crypto space for years now. I think I'm best known for, you know, we we talked about this. When we were building CoinScore, which did, like, ratings assessments and do yeah, and due diligences um, for crypto tokens. Also worked on Crypto Pets, which was an NFT video game, uh entrepreneur in residence at Human Ventures, and then leading their blockchain wing over at Onward Labs. Their chief innovation officer um, took a break from the crypto industry to work on video game stuff um over at powerboard uh and now i'm just back in it with a vengeance uh working with uh, my amazing partner Nam uh to launch something called the 721 collective which we're helping you know established artists like will and brands go and create meaningful nfts um so that's uh yeah that's who i am
5: okay you describe meaningful nfts to me
3: yeah something that's not just a jpeg um that somebody just didn't take a picture like somebody like eating like a fruit and just throwing it up on like rarible um what what we wanted to do and you know nam who has like a really deep background uh runs a company called pollinate which is empowering a lot um of our tech and development and it's an art curation platform um we realized that you know there's so much hype and like nonsense around nfts right now that there's not really good curation um, or, real utility. And so, what we mean by meaningful NFT is something that um, is as technology forward facing as like crypto is and as blockchain is um, with uh, cultural significance, right? We want to create pieces of art and work um, that will be able to be like, you know, known, that's recognizable, right? We're at the early phases of NFTs um, and we want to create something that has like impact. Uh, and so, you know, we're doing like exhibits, we're being able to uh, take the uh, URL into irl and then vice versa to go and build these big assets for the metaverse
0: i like it take the url into irl i, know, I haven't heard that before that's a nice phrase though I might have to, <laughs> uh, you mind if i snag that from you Arab?
3: yeah go for it go for it i think it's uh I, I mean will created it especially with uh with with his vision and what he wants to do and that's uh uh, I really wanted to, of course, to talk a lot about like what what we've been working on. Um, but you know, just uh, for background, uh, you know, Nam and I came together to start Seven Twenty One Collective, um, and you know, we've been talking with some pretty high-profile brands and established artists like Will himself, um, to go and create something that I think is going to be really impactful uh with this first release um and so will if you just want to talk about it, what we're doing and i can just chime in if there's any like you know deep technical things that you want me to go over
4: yeah no doubt um i've had an ambition to palm trees in new york and it's just kind of like the logistics of doing that is just kind of difficult like it's an art exhibition that you know i've i'm going to do eventually like physical palm trees but you know, now with the technology and being able to bridge the gap between IRL and URL, this is a more feasible way of me being able to provide. You know, New York City with uh, the symbol of hope and, and 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 tranquility in the form of palm trees, augmented palm trees. So I'm going to be able to, you know, kind of use this lifelong art exhibition of releasing palm trees and placing them in places that you know have influenced me throughout my life and throughout my creative journey. Um, in the first chapter is going to be palm trees in new york so i've selected five places in new york city where i will be placing um these specific palm trees um one is in uh harlem uh one is at the wall street bull um fun fact i when i used to work at heist nobody i also moved across the country to work for an agency that was uh uh it was working with Adidas. So basically, I got hit up on a Monday and they were like, yo, we need to know by Friday if you're going to take this job and move across the country uh, from L.A. to New York. And I flipped the coin and I did it. And it ended up being really funny because at that point I had two jobs and both of the jobs ended up being in front of uh, the Charging Bull on 26 Broadway in the same building. And I didn't know where they were actually located. So just like the essence of that place. And then Wall Street just kind of being like, I guess in like the traditional world, more like the Mecca of finance and like the symbol of hustle grit and just kind of what New York embodies, just like the the balance between hustle and flow, work and play, and um, just getting after and chasing your dreams. Uh, The other location is uh, Pianos in Lower East Side. It's like a place that, I don't know, to me, uh, New York really inspires me by like the people, Uh, not visually, but necessarily the people um the energy the random encounters because you're walking so much um you know living in la you 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 live in such a bubble uh you're you're in your car you you you're listening to your music like if you're not um planning to meet somebody or run into a friend or just have a chance encounter like chance encounters are far and few in between in, in in new york i mean in la so like I'm inspired by the people, so I, I wanted to select a place uh, called Pianos, which is like a place where my friends and I frequent to just you know kind of let loose and and, and have fun. Um, And I've had a lot of memories there and a lot of great stories that came out of there for my personal life that, you know, kind of just influenced me. Um, Then another location is in Brooklyn, which is uh, at the ferry, the North Williamsburg Ferry. And why I chose the North Williamsburg Ferry is just to like kind of like have people stop and kind of admire the perspective of the city and like... What it symbolizes like so much work and so much um amazing architecture has just been put into the city and sometimes like when you're walking through the city like days can go by without actually seeing and viewing the perspective because you're such like you're in like the, the the grid you know you're in like the cage of the city itself and days can go by without even seeing the skyline really um and that's something that like really like killed my motivation and my inspiration um when i was living in new york and like was a big reason as to why i moved back i actually like googled one day like what is like, where is the closest place uh natural, like that had natural palm trees? And I just jetted out to Bermuda just because like I had to literally see palm trees and see sky and cause I felt so enclosed. Um and then another place that I selected for the fifth and last palm tree is um uh Joe's pizza on Bedford, just because it's like the quintessential snack, like it's like the people's food. Uh and it's so good. And I literally I went like two weeks having it every single night just like because I was craving it and and, and I still love it. I'll never get uh
0: over it. I got a question for you, like um why palm trees? Like why? I want to hear why you love palm trees. I do.
4: Uh they really do give me like a sense of solace, man. And and like how I got into photography was more like you know, I use art as an outlet for therapy, you know, like if, if I'm too frustrated, if I'm too, you know, if I'm too emotional or, or anything, like I always try to find, I can have like a good balance of things. Right. So like, I found myself just being naturally connected to them and finding myself like taking like long walks and like literally just finding palm trees and like almost viewing each one as different characters. And like, they have different emotions because a lot of palm trees are shaped differently and that, like, really, I was really drawn to that subject matter. And just like what they symbolize in like energy, like they're like, if you see palm trees, you're I personally am instantly more like calm and cool and collected and just like, kind of like tranquil. Uh, and and I have just been drawn to that ever since I had a camera and it kind of opened my eyes to like, honestly, like a lifestyle. I can't really explain it beyond that really.
1: Okay, you, I had to look at a palm tree. I had to see if yeah, it I was looking this at your thing. Instagram. <laughs> You're ridiculous.
5: <laughs> huh? Can you describe yeah. when Aram contacted you and how he convinced you to start looking into NFTs as an artist and what it, what that experience was like? So I know Aram, and I'm just curious. Like, how did that interaction happen? And how do you like? How did he's like? convince you that moving in this direction of like embracing this kind of a uh, digital ownership through the through nfts was something you wanted to do
4: yeah honestly um there really didn't need to be much convincing i was already aware to nfts um i kind of i'm not like too super versed into blockchain or anything but you know i I do have like some friends that have like you know showed me around the ropes and like i was uh, i invested in a little bit into like the like the bull cycle in 2017 so i kind of like had somewhat of a background so now having like a new use case that like directly applied to me and like something that i was like genuinely interested in it just made sense and like i'm always looking for new ways to express um my artistic creativity and outlet so i'm always searching for new mediums um like i i have a furniture brand that i'm releasing soon i paint i do photography like I dabble in a bunch of different things, so it's just in my nature to like want to be on, you know, the latest and greatest. And I think, you know, what blockchain provides and the ownership and the longevity and everything is just extremely important. And I, I'm never been more excited about the future. So, you know, being able to partner with uh, 721 and Aram and Nam and, and everybody has been, you know, really cool because I feel like we're building something special and and sustainable. Like this is just chapter one, and I'm gonna be, you know, my goal is to. Be go to continue to travel throughout like the world and go to new places, visit some of my favorite places and just plant these palm trees, uh, everywhere.
1: Hmm. So are you, are you like planting like a, like a QR code that like when you scan it, like it represent, or like it like a, like an AR, like a link to like an AR version of the palm tree pops up or like how, how are you uh, planting the palm trees?
3: Yeah. So I can, uh, I can tackle that question, how we're going about that. So, Our, uh, the, you know, Palm Trees in New York um, exhibit um, is actually done through the browser. And so we're doing mobile AR and Mm -hmm. we're doing GPS location. And one of the things that we find incredibly exciting about this uh, project is that if you go, you know, we're doing a live auction in Miami, June 3rd, you know, at the start of uh, blockchain week. Um, and then, you know, after these auctions go up, we take the assets and we're transporting them, uh, to New York city. Will they be available for like an IRL, um, exhibit around the locations, you know, Will was saying, um, and so anybody will be able to go, you know, into our web app that we've built, go and tap on the palm trees, you know, figure out where they are from GPS. And then we've planted, um, the trees at a certain, you know, uh, latitude and longitude. Um, and why we think that's so exciting is that if you go and purchase one of these trees, um, you, after the exhibits run, you have the ability to go and place the uh, palm tree anywhere in the world, um, which we find is really, uh, really compelling for a buyer. And, you know, being able to go and have an AR exhibit um, is one thing, but, you know, going back to the original point of having like this cultural moment, we're putting it in New York because of Will's story. Um, very high traffic, you know, it's the summers there. And you'll be able to go out and um, experience, you know, the way you will experience New York and go and take pictures in front of uh, these palm trees. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, they might pop up somewhere else. Who knows? They'll be in like Abu Dhabi um, or they might be in Ar- Antarctica. It's solely up to uh, the owner's discretion at that point.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind of dope. I'm not going to lie. You mind if we take a look at some of your art? I'm going to put some. you cool with that, Will? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. just going to put your Instagram up here. You don't have me. Yeah, yet. no, no. Go ahead, bro. Go it's ahead. Nothing. All right. I'll, let's see. Hold up. What is it? F11, Corey? I got it. Yeah, I got it. All right. There we go. Nailed it. Nailed it. Look at that. I mean, I mean, palm trees are kind of soothing. I see it. Kind of soothing. It's like the the symbol of soothe. I I can see Yeah, They're nice. I just love that. You're just like, you know what? Palm trees.
5: I like the butt chair.
0: They're the shit. Yeah. That chair is crazy.
4: That's a, that's a, that's a collector who who uh bought um some of my pieces from a show i had with uh, my art gallery from Europe called Plan X um the the show was titled Lost in Paradise and it had uh four different pieces in a painting and he grabbed those pieces and he he's a really dope uh, Porsche collector he, he he like uh collects a bunch of vintage Porsches he's a dope dope collector from Ireland
0: or excuse me from Europe Oh, this is cool. I first looked at this and I was like, man, that horse is struggling because mama is thick with three C's. <laughs> but then I looked at the horse and I was like, damn, horse is thick with three C's too. That's so, all swole good. body, swole body. <laughs> man, this is good stuff. All right, all right, we'll we'll take that, take that back now.
5: All right, so uh back to the like the viewing. So like you've you've made an AR play, which is something I think is interesting uh because more often than not you're seeing people buy nfts and then they have them and they have nothing to do with them um and maybe there's a play to have virtual reality spaces in which you can present your nfts if you have like it's like thinking about um some of the earlier plays like decentraland where you're yeah. buying land mm-hmm. and then and then placing nfts in there so when you have virtual conferences or whatever what have you you can you can you can store it with unique items Uh, But AR takes it into a step that I think is more uh, approachable to people, at least in the short term. And that is allowing them to view and and potentially interact with unique pieces of digital items uh, that are placed inside there like every day, right? But it also forces them, at least in the the beginning, to use your app to interact with these things. So how do you get people there?
3: Yeah, so that's a great question. And so we um, just, from years of experience being in the space, user experience is like the golden like nugget in order to get adoption and so when it came to actually dealing with the development side of things we uh we made a, a lot of strides in one being able to put this on the browser so there is no app as long as you have a smartphone with a camera on it and a decent uh you know like cell phone connection uh you'll be able to go and view uh, these assets granted that you're in the actual location itself so that was one barrier um to entry that we just really dropped off, I thought was incredibly important, where, you know, if you wanted to, uh, you know, we could do a mobile application, like an iOS app or an Android application, but that lowers the barrier of entry or increases the barrier of entry, excuse me, um, for people. And, you know, you don't want to do that. Like, you know, we want to create this culture experience, everyone's able to view art, right? You know, there's 10 billion cell phones on the planet, being able to go and do it through like, you know, an Opera browser, or you know, Chrome browser, Safari, um, we thought it was the most equitable thing for people to do to actually go and experience Um, Will's pieces and so you know to the AR play um, you know I can look at a Beeble piece right I can look like at a fuck render piece right now um, but I can't really interact with it Um, and there's no real like um, no real flexing Right. Being able to say I have the beautiful piece is cool or being able to go to like the Louvre and take a picture in front of the Mona Lisa. Right. That's something cool. And one of the things that we also took into consideration for like this user experience is, you know, making it cool, making it fun, being able to have like some sort of social cloud attached to it. And so when people go and take a picture with these trees, we want people like experience this NFT. We want people to be able to take a picture right Uh, right next to the tree, you know, maybe try to lean on it or something like that doing whatever, you know, they want around it um, and being like this, you know, this cultural marker, which, you know, we really wanted to, to hit on. Um, and so we found that incredibly important to be able to do that across all platforms um, and to be able to go and experience and interact with this piece firsthand.
5: Mm. I definitely Are we- like taking a picture with, I can imagine uh, conferences being just lit with, lit up with all kinds of like NFTs that, people basically discovering through looking through their application or their, 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 their mobile device and all kinds of shenanigans happening from there or be like collectors basically like bringing all their stuff together, putting it in a corner and like selling their wares. <laughs> yeah, it's uh,
3: there's been like some early applications around this. There was one company called Batoms um or atomic that like took like the um apple map and then put ar on top of that that was an ar kit just got released by apple um but you know failed to take off it was also a crypto play as well where you know you would you know spin vatoms to go and place these assets on the world um and you know ar that was like 2018 right and ar isn't nearly as good as where it is now um and it's still hard to convince people to download an application but i think um in order to get mass adoption and the hurdle is just switching people um, from website to app long-term and it's also a development cycle um, thing is being able to make it as easy and as accessible as possible. And I think, you know, doing it right is like having a website to do it first with Will, and then just expand to having more AR assets. So when you build your own collection and making it really easy for people to go and connect like a web through wallet, right? Like it's still hard to do um, like connect a web through wallet in like the clear web. Right, right now, without having like a MetaMask plugin, and that's not available on mobile. Um, so there's still a, a long mm-hmm. ways to go. okay
5: we got um, that, covered
3: um, got that. Oh, you got that. Oh, you got that covered. Oh, sure. excuse me. Well, sure. don't worry
0: about
3: it. <laughs> mm. Let's interview you about that. Uh,
0: it's not hard to get me. I think I've downloaded 137 apps. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> you have got two thousand and eight. It's, it's just page after page after page. That's <laughs> not true, that. bro. I organize it's them. I put so them bad. in the little bubbles, and they they each got their own little bubble. Um, and then the ones you know that I don't like anymore, I just send them away. But every once in a while, I don't. I go back to the app store, and I'm like, I send them. What's going on with that app? And I hit the little cloud button. I download it again, and then I delete it. It's a it's a problem. But <laughs> um, you know, I you don't have any problem getting me to download an app. I got to ask you, like, so do you create these palm trees, like, uh, this is for Will, do you create these palm trees, like, are they original, or, like, do you things, like, I go, like, down the street, I know Ice Cube lives on, mm-hmm. and I find a palm tree, and I recreate it, and then I sell it to me, like, this is Ice Cube's front yard palm tree, you know, you can have it, you know, I don't know, I'm just trying to see. Yeah, yeah, no, you. For for uh, for the digital asset itself for this drop, is that... Yeah, yeah, for the, oh. for the ones that you've done already.
4: Okay, cool. So, yeah, so basically I created a 3D model in Blender with my, uh, my friend, my partner, and uh, then I designed uh, these unique skins that will, are overlaid onto the, the palm trees. Um, and that's going to be, each skin is going to be unique, uh, like a one-of-one one at each of the five locations. Um, mm-hmm. But as each chapter evolves, I want to be able to change the different... Uh, palm trees too so they can be correlated to each chapter
3: i think we can uh, share some of the palm trees if you guys want to check them out yeah yeah Yeah. hold on let me uh if you got
0: a share screen you want to throw in here oh wait no that's probably i don't think guests can do that
5: yeah they can share
3: the screen
0: they can okay
3: all right here i will do just that and just pulling them up um well you're really good at taking photos Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, seriously.
1: Like I felt something when I saw the palm trees on the Instagram pictures that were pulled yeah. up. Yeah. I love,
0: yeah. I don't know which post this is, but I think you captioned it. Y'all must be tired to see me post trees for five plus years straight. <laughs> and then the very first comment is never.
4: <laughs> yeah, man. No, like, it, like, when it, like I, I was going every day, boom, boom, every day. Like, I don't get tired of it. I'm never going to get tired of it. It just is
0: who I am, you know? That's so the one thing I love about the internet is like, you think what you like is obscure and there's thousands of people that also like it. So it's like, yeah. you know, you might as well just nerd out on what you like to nerd out on and you got company. You definitely yeah. Oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of those banger NFTs right there. My man's you know, slang some ETH for that one. Oh, yeah. you
3: can see him. All right, great. I mean like we, uh, uh, Slack doesn't do three assets. So we're just showing the stills. Um, so this is, uh, the first one is a second.
4: Yeah. If you go, if you go back to the first one, there's a, like, it was really funny. Like I was in the kitchen and I was like cooking with my girlfriend and the way I, she had a foil out cause she was baking and the way that the light was hitting the foil was so radiant and abstract. It was crazy. So I took um like a, a, a like a sharp uh, lens and I just, I, I took a photo and then I started taking it into Photoshop and add like graphic overlays and just kind of tweak it out. But uh, I, I, I find like, I'm having fun finding like moments where I'm find like these random abstract things out of certain moments, and then turn that into like the skins for the palm trees. I think it's like gonna be like the next focus of um, my photography potentially. I'm really enjoying finding like these abstract just moments.
1: I have a question: Will are you like I from your photos? Like they they're almost like silhouettes. Like you control light in the shots really well. Are you like? I I don't see light being controlled here in like the AR aspect of visualizing the palm trees.
4: Yeah, no, this is definitely something where I was more design heavy. Like okay. I'm on my iPad, uh I'm just like messing around with, you know, the different colors. Like for me, this is more of an a color a color uh play i love colors as much as i love palm trees and being able to put palettes next to each other um this one was inspired off of the biggie coochie sweater and i took like the same kind of color palette and kind of tweaked it around Oh. um this one um is supposed to be a little bit like resemble like checkers and just like i don't know the balance between you know i feel like in new york like everyone wears black everything is kind of a darker thing and like i like the balance between light and dark so i took it one step further and added color and now it's more like a gradient um like almost like a sunsetty kind of gradient uh checkered palm tree so that's kind of like the inspo behind behind this one and this one is actually a uh a, a plant that I took a photo of um when I was walking like a really really close up tight shot, and I just started to tweak with the colors and try to make it a little bit more abstract um but i, I really like just the palette of this
5: one I like those colors,
3: and I'm looking I think the last one and this is what the top one is the fifth one we're still uh actively rendering right now but this is what one of the top of the models looks like, and all of them will be dynamically adjustable and you know in three d for people to be able to go and see and Check them out and what the uh, what the trees have to offer. That's, that's awesome. Here how do, where do these
5: live? Uh, how do you how do you how do you guarantee that the NFT doesn't ever change and the person who owns it uh, can't get the rug pulled out from under? Them?
3: Um, so that's on like the exchange side of things. Uh, basically, the assets are going to be living on IPFS, um, and so that's where the asset itself is in regards to like the rug pulling, uh, where it's like oh, somebody like hacks the account and like hey you know it's in new york now but the art heist right would be like hey let's move it to like somewhere in sri lanka right or it's like i no longer control my tree it was stolen which is quite an interesting thing that could happen with these assets um how we solve that and we're still actively going through the technical solutions around this basically it's you're going to log into you know palm trees in new york um on your desktop um and then whatever wallet you purchased the asset with so let's just say it's metamask you log in with metamask and if the asset is inside of that wallet and we see that it's there um you get a little display screen that says like hey here's your asset so on and so forth um would you like to go and change uh the location which location isn't on chain at all um and the metadata which like some metadata is on chain some of it's off chain the metadata we're referring to is like if you want to be uh known Right. Uh, you have a large AR asset in the middle of New York City. Somebody wants to say, like, hey, I have, you know, the, uh, you know, like the pieces of me like or, you know, the, uh, the largest palm tree in New York City or like I own like the one of five. Uh, and I want my name or my organization plastered on this. Right. And so you have the ability to go and change that information. Um, and so you're not going to get like the rug pulled underneath you. These assets are hosted in a decentralized manner. Um, so they'll still continue to exist. However, um, for the sake of usability, uh, the GPS coordinates are off chain. Um, and then of course users have the ability to just remove it altogether or like take it off the application. Let's say if I want to, uh, buy one of these palm trees, um, and I move it, um, it's pretty poor opsec. Uh, if I, (laughs) if like I buy a palm tree and put it at my house, and I can see like, oh zero 0x, whatever, whatever, has like a million ETH. Here's the GPS coordinates down to the <laughs> centimeter. Yo, let's go to this guy's house. Forget taking pictures. Like, look, he's got a Ferrari. So, yeah, there's a, there's like little things that we think of, right? Um, and it's totally up to like the owner's discretion on what they want to do and give them the ability to go and control that and put it. They also have the ability to just leave it in New York. Um, it's something that, you know, one not only ensures that you don't get the rug pulled on you, um but also gives people the ability to you know like kind of show it off move it around i think it's a cool thing where it's like you know let's say you're like in a club or something and you want to flex or whatever be like yo i'm gonna put my palm tree outside of uh you know the 4040 club in new york it's like yeah it's like yeah that's why i'm here like what's good um (laughs) so it's like it's cool stuff like that um and you know really going back to the experience level um you, you know we're trying to figure out how we like collect information about whoever's viewing um uh Whoever's viewing these palm trees in a secure way, like so, being able to collect your email and being like, "Hey, the palm trees are on the move, right?" Or we want to do something like fun, like, "Hey, here's like, you know, a drop or a giveaway, or here's a pop-up palm tree, right?" Being able to constantly have these cultural moments happen is something really exciting, and those functionalities aren't currently built into like the current NFT markets. And so when we were working with Will to go and craft this vision, um, it was really, you know, a holistic experience of like, what is it going to look like to really start to experience an NFT. And, you know, thinking like down the line, right? You know, it's a 3D model. Uh, you don't even have to flex IRL. You could go and put this in Decentraland or somewhere in the metaverse, right? Or, you know, have it parity in two places. And I think that's what's incredibly powerful and like what the next level of the NFTs are. Um, and we really want to get past like the the JPEG, right? Um, there's so many other things that can happen with these assets um, and like have serious cultural significance. And I think, you know, to Will's credit and his vision around this, right? It's all him, right? um Just being able to be like the tech partner to go and make this vision happen, right? I think it it represents a paradigm shift on not only how we you know view value, uh but also you know how we interact with with NFTs. You know, I want to flex in front of a palm tree that I own. Like, you know, why not? It's cool.
4: No, I, I'm I'm gonna be hyped to to have some palm trees in like the metaverse and like the different worlds because I think it's cool to be able to like have your piece into central land. You know, there's other metaverses popping up. Like, there's one that popped up on that was really cool. I think palm trees is gonna be uh, Really displayed nicely in his uh, wilder world um, and wild, um, like their their metaverse is very like, photorealistic. So I think there could be some potential there. Um, yeah, no, they're they're. I'm excited to be able to have them, you know, kind of bridge the gap, like that with IRL and URL URL. I feel like as as time moves forward, like the blending between, you know, IRL and URL just gets closer and closer and closer and more blended together.
0: Oh yeah would you be for or against making three tbp palm trees one for jesse one for me and one for Corey, and just like just like look at our aura you know what i mean and then just make, make a palm a, tree <laughs> make a palm tree for each of us and then you know it could add to your collection of palm trees people could buy the d palm tree yeah yeah put it anywhere no that, that that would be really cool no for sure for sure just just uh sleep on that you know
4: (laughs) you know i'm not opposed man i'm not opposed i i I am gonna start um you know pumping out some palm trees and i also want to work in collaboration and do one-offs with people too not just like these chapters like i i want to you know in v2 v3 i want to like you know integrate music and unique music and like kind of have like continue to grow the vision and the moment for each for each palm tree I was
1: just about to ask, where's the music, or or will you have music? Yeah, that was, yeah, that for was the sure. One the
4: palm trees. For sure, no, yeah, I, I have the full the full play in motion. I just got it with time pass.
5: I can okay. imagine having like a virtual camera for our podcasts, and that basically looks through, uses the the app as my virtual camera, that basically shows my background with whatever NFTs I currently have. That'd be sick. It's a, I mean it's, it's it's a technically easy, easy thing to do uh by creating a virtual camera that 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 shows like y'all's portal into this world uh to be broadcast basically whatever we do. Like anyone does podcasts or that
0: would you know, actually be pretty cool. Things, things like that. No, yeah, yeah, that's that's that sounds crazy. What go I ahead. what I would like to, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no,
3: go for it. Go for
0: it. I was just gonna ask Aram, like let's go into a little bit more detail about what 721 Collective is right and from my perspective we talked about just a little bit like we ricocheted off of it is like you are an agent or manage artists looking to release nfts or is it more than that am i missing the boat
3: we like to think of ourselves as co-conspirators um and creating dope pieces right um i think that's the best way that sums us up uh i guess you know how we would think about ourselves uh you know we go and work with artists and brands to go and create these high impact nfts right for people to you know go and experience and take it just a step beyond just a quick money grab, right? Really trying to create something that's going to last as long as like the blockchain is around, right? Something Mm -hmm. incredibly important to us. Right. Um, And, you know, like my partner, uh, Nam and I, Nam runs a company called Pollinate, which is a art curation platform. We actually both worked at Human Ventures on a company called Vanimals. Um, And so, Ferg, I was telling you about like these eggs and stuff, which there's a plan for those. Um, But, you know, we we came together and realized, you know, there's a lack of curation in the space. And, you know, there's still a lot of misinformation um, and just knowledge gaps, right? Just for everybody into the space and being able to be like the guide on for these people to go and work with them and create something is something incredibly rewarding for us. Um, and, you know, just great for the entire space as a whole. So if you can think of the 721 as as um, I, I think it would be appropriate to call us an agency minus the uh, you know, the stigmatisms uh, around dealing with an agent, right. We, we try to be incredibly equitable with the people who we work with um, and try to bring the wildest visions um, we can uh, to life. Um, and so that, you know, that's a, uh, that's who we are. I think, what, you know, what we look at, for, for the future, we, there's really going to be this blending of IRL and URL, right? You know, AR glasses are going to be coming out, you know, your phone's powerful enough to go and deal with stuff. Of the of gaming can become incredibly high fidelity and being able to go and have assets that you're able to go and port around that are, you know, be able to hold like not only value, but significance and, you know, that they're famous, right? Uh, nobody is really locking that down. I think we've seen like a little sprinkling of it, um, but I think of it right now the NFT space is kind of akin um, to the crypto market in 2017, right? There's a bunch of like frothy stuff, right? Most of the stuff isn't going to be worth anything, um, but there's going to be very, very few projects um, and companies, especially NFTs, right, that are going to be incredibly valuable. um, And we are going to be one of those incredibly valuable like companies who are building these assets that are going to be, have longevity. Uh, and so that's who we are, and that's what what we're thinking of, and that's where we think of the future and how we're positioning ourselves.
0: I like it. I like it because just um, I think it was two weeks ago I was talking with someone about NFTs, and like you've said in this interview twice now, it's like beyond the JPEG or it's not just a JPEG. And I was like, I feel like NFTs can do a lot more. I feel like this whole making a smiley face and painting it orange and yellow and selling it for five ETH is just a little bit irrational and we're really not exploring, you know, what NFTs can do or uh, just what they can represent. So I like that you seem like you're like trying to dig into like, can we do more and how do we do more? So that's pretty good.
3: And, you know, I think another thing it's like, you know, we, I think we're in a very unique position, especially my partner and I that we have the experience, you know, crypto pets, 2017, 2018, NFTs, Vanimals, 2018, 19, um, and now with the rise of all this stuff, it's like we are like in a really good spot to deliver on something amazing. Like it, it, no offense to, you know, anybody who's starting an NFT project right now, but there's, you know, it's a steep learning curve, right? Um, and there's so many more unique things. Like I just put out an article around how, um, what what I'm calling and coining it right now, um, BTC podcast, right? So world exclusive um, NFT 2.0, right? And so what that is, it's combining, um, yeah. nft with uh dynamic data sets right which is incredibly powerful um i'm sure i'm gonna butcher butcher the protocol um but there's like an erc 1155 uh token standard which effectively it's a token that you're able to go and mint hold and transfer erc 20 and erc 721 tokens um and that came out like a couple years ago and when i saw it i was like oh this is really really cool um, but didn't really do much with it. Now, with the you know rise of stuff like a chain link, right? Uh, I think that contract or some form or deviation of it is going to underpin uh, what a real identity looks like. Corey, um, you can talk to a lot more about identity, but I think when it comes like into like the metaverse, being able to go and have little tokens that represent um, you know either data streams or being able to like be a piece of an asset, right, is going to be incredibly powerful. You know, I think a great example is you know I play a lot of video games, right? um and i think nfts gamers as nfts might be a revenue generating asset um if i i'm able to go buy like a shroud or a ninja um and go effectively use that underlying data that's dynamic pulling from let's say like activision's api and go put them in like let's say like a tournament um and because i own that asset if they're playing and they're winning and there's an economic incentive me as the owner of that underlying asset um can get an economic reward for that right fantasy Meets like real life right horse racing is another cool thing um it's incredibly powerful what's going to happen with nfts in the next five, 10 years and a lot of the projects that are mainstream right now are really scratching the surface because it's like hey i'm famous i like money or eth is ripping right now and we're here for like a cash grab right you're not here for the long term right that's not bedrock stuff and we really want to build the infrastructure and work with phenomenal artists like will different brands come up with our own stuff uh, that really sets the ground for like the next five, 10 years, um, and we are, you know, like I said, yeah, you know, we're hell bent on, uh, you know, creating the metaverse and creating these, uh, you know, cultural shaping uh, assets.
5: Mm. I can see a lot I of depth there, uh, especially in terms of how these things can change. I'm not sure if they're going to be called NFTs throughout the existence of whatever this thing is, but uh, understanding how you have ownership of a given item and how that item changes. Um, and how it's expected to change it, and being able to transfer that and have economics pinned to that ownership and also being good play with how like how that economics works. So like how money flows from that thing into the person or people that hold it. And then, and then like the market around how valuable that is. You just talked about data sources is going to get real interesting to say the least right oh yeah and, and and nfts are this is this like gamified way at least in its current existence this gamified way of playing around with that type of thing because everyone un- intuitively understands the concept of like there's this thing that's digital and now i can own it and when i transfer it i can make this intuitive leap of how, what what happens physically when i do that mm-hmm. and that then bleeds into kind of ideas like you're talking about on what other types of stuff can I do with data ownership and the people who want access to it or like how to flex with that data ownership, things like that. So like, yeah, it's good that people are exploring and trying these things Mm -hmm. and, and, and kind of, like you said, attempting to provide that infrastructure that uh, allows people to kind of try and figure out how we make this stuff way better uh, for like, all the other stuff that we're trying to do, <laughs> because it's, 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 hard, it's hard to explain in real words. But like having art and ownership of it gives people this intuition of like, I get that, I can get behind yeah. that.
0: I had a question, yeah. um which I'm like 98 percent sure is yes. You can put things like uh, this. Is probably definitely not the right phrasing. You can put things into an NFT, right? Well, what I mean by that is this: like, can I sign? If I get your palm tree, can I like sign it that I like I've owned this now? It's, I signed it. It's me so yes
3: you can um how you go about that signing right it's uh so for our palm trees you can't you can't really yes you i'm gonna say yes right how i thought about signing it is like there's a couple of ways like if like it's yours right you know if you're if it inhabits the same wallet as like your ens address right uh then it's like yeah you could like sign it that way right that's how we're kind of uh notarizing like the pieces um when the palm trees go up you know will zns name is there so we know it's like from the authenticated source when it comes to like pushing like data back through um the nft i you can one i think it's going to be really expensive and it's like what data do you want to push right if there's like a parameter in the contract that says like hey um like name right and like we can call like an update function we can Um, and then, like, switch that one chain, and then, like, it pops up. Um, My biggest concern is we try to keep it as simple as possible because, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens if there's, like, some weird, like, bug and, I don't know, changing the name somehow allows you to, like, mint multiple palm trees or something weird or transfer the ownership? Um, We haven't tried that stuff yet out. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I would say yes, but for the sake of, you know, this exhibit and for this asset right now, the majority of, like, the changing stuff is going to be off-chain
0: cool cool i only ask because there's like you know there's those notable places in the on the planet like that place people go and they put all their gum there i don't know where it is but it's like somewhere in europe and then there's a place you uh, Seattle go yeah you know like things it's like that there. if you create that kind of nft where people can like have it and then they sign it and then when they transfer they there's like the little fragment of them that they left there but um that's why yeah, I, I mean. Have. I'm definitely. I'm sure that there
3: is. I haven't taken much time to think through that. Uh, but now I have like this idea where it's like, you remember like on Reddit and people were still so, like, there's a web page with like a million pixels on it. And one yeah. pixel is a dollar. Like someone's like one pixel, one ETH. Um, but like <laughs> um, being able to go a- and do that, I think that would be incredibly exciting. And if that lives as a smart contract, then it's like, all right, cool. It would be like a, like a leaderboard style. Um, you know, like a, what's it called leaderboard style array and then like you would just adjust stuff so like there's some really interesting things that yeah you probably could do it um mm-hmm. uh, i'll get back to you on that and maybe we we launch one right uh you want to put some gum somewhere in the world we'll make it
0: happen uh <laughs> <laughs> i i do i want to put my gum on no i'm playing uh it, <laughs> so um yeah i don't know i i think i'm good rap let's rap I got we, a question real quick. I have for to, actually, it was I number. did think of one. Jesse's got a
5: question.
0: I did. I, Jesse, I'm going to go gonna, before yeah, you though, go. For, go I want to. No, I'm kidding. Go for it, man. No, you, you know. <laughs> don't, don't make it awkward, Jesse. Just.
1: All right. All right. Can you guys see the uh, private chat? Will, you? Yes. Your microphone is muted, Will.
4: yeah yeah one second i just clicked the link Let will see all right the gum wall yeah that's super sick
1: No, no, no. so i'm gonna i'm gonna link this okay see that you see that discord net link yeah oh, does yeah does that make we'll a donut feel anyway yeah does this do you make about feel that donut
4: yeah okay
1: does that does that make you feel anything
4: the color palettes are sick i like the color palettes it reminds me of homer it's like the classic iconic cultural pop culture like color palette and we're looking at the donut yeah no yeah. that's that's fire interesting
1: how much do you do you think that's worth any any money to you
4: um yeah, i mean is it on chain is it is it is it an nft right now or is, no, it just it a J- or is it just a jpeg
1: it's just a jpeg right now it's actually a model
4: in blender oh fire then yeah of course of course i think it it, it could be worth something i mean it would be fire if like Yeah, I mean, like how I really look at this is the donut is the canvas. And basically, someone's making an abstract painting on the on the donut. Like if you were to peel out the pink, put that on the canvas and sprinkle something on the canvas that would look incredible. The color palette is insane. I think it's sick. Interesting. Cool.
0: This is that's their only question, Jesse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, just, with this? I, was I was just curious. I feel like you're pulling on threads. Yes. No, no, Jesse's no, my girlfriend somewhere. made it in blender. He's not
5: letting us
3: know about it. <laughs> He's like, This Dota just sold for a hundred thousand ETH.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's
0: your palm tree gonna do? No, <laughs> no, no that's I don't
4: know. We'll find out. It's gonna be on Foundation, uh, June 3rd. Uh, so we'll, we'll
0: hopefully Foundation, yeah. Um, why not open C? Well, one, I know. Embarrassingly little about all the NFT markets that exists Um, I mean, just because crypto has boomed in so many branches since 2017. So it's hard to know it all. But why not open C? Why not? Is it rareable, mintable? Like there's a few others. Why foundation?
4: I, I like the design. I like the experience. Um, I like to collect NFTs and not just uh make them. So uh, I I kind of just like I like I like the design, I like the layout. Um it seems like user-friendly so uh, and uh i'm excited to be like you know i think we're going to be the first augmented reality uh offering that they, they ever have so you know okay that's really
3: cool yeah, yeah and actually to that to that point right um the previous point uh we're actually doing uh you know the IRL, url to irl right we're actually doing uh an actual event for this right so june 3rd we'll be in miami at custom house um from 6 to 11 p.m uh so if you guys are down there Please come by. Um, We're going to be, we're still talking about the dynamics of this, where, you know, we might do an IRL part, like of the auction itself, but like you said, it's going to be taking place on foundation that night. Um, And we're really excited to have people out there. Miami is going to be a smash, uh, especially for crypto week. And we'll, we'll have the palm trees there. So you'll be able to go and uh, be the first people to go and take pictures in front of them. Uh, And so extend you guys uh, an invite. Uh, and you know we'll uh, we'll follow up some more formal stuff here uh, around that. But we're we're incredibly excited for this event. We're incredibly excited to introduce Will to the rest of the community, um, you know, and just like get people's reactions on these palm trees. We're uh, I mean we're we're hyped.
0: Mm. I actually have a question for you, Aaron, and then we'll kind of wrap with like our trademark questions. It's like you've been an entrepreneur since you were like 16 years old, and it's been some years since you were on the show last. And and those are crypto years, so. In crypto years, you have like 80,000 years of experience as an as an entrepreneur. Like, Just give some advice to our listeners that are either been in crypto for a really long time, and they're like, you know what? I finally want to build something in crypto. Or somebody who just got in yesterday, they aped into 3 billion Shiba tokens. They're telling all their friends about it. They're going to find out really soon that those 8 billion tokens are probably going to be worth I don't know three planets the way crypto's going right now. So you no, know, you know, like how do you, how do you give some advice to the newbies and and the oldies about how to build in this space?
3: Ah, uh, great question. Um, I think the first thing is like think about the user who's going to use this, right? Uh, and usability comes in multiple forms in crypto. It's not like you people will overgo a good user experience uh, in exchange for financial gain. We've seen with like, you know, all these like old exchanges to get a Shiba or Akita or whatever, you know, poop token is available this week. Right. Um, And so being sure it's user focused is important. um, Making sure that hmm, let me let me think about this, because I've been writing a lot of notes and like information I'd pass on. That's not only just wise for uh, like crypto, but like all of uh, just being a founder. I think um, a question that I ask myself is, can I afford it? Right, Um, and it comes in the form of five questions. Can I afford starting, you know, a crypto company? Um, I think like first, uh, you know, technically, or do you have the skill sets to do it, right? Um, Or do you need to go and like hire somebody, right? Because it all incurs like a cost, okay? Um, So like if you can't do something technically, or you're not doing on the consulting side, if you can't afford it, find somebody who can help you go and deal that, right? Being be able to go find a co-founder. Can I afford it socially, right? Who do you know inside of the network? Um, Or do you have like some unique uh, advantage? You know, are you PewDiePie, right? Or are you like Gary Vaynerchuk, who's able to go and spread stuff out really quickly um, and get something up to scale um, very fast, if not work on developing your network. Um, Can you afford something uh, mentally, right? Is something that a lot of people really don't talk around, but I think is incredibly important. Founding a company is incredibly stressful. Crypto makes it 10 times harder because these markets are 24-7 and these things are always ripping, right? One moment, you're probably a billionaire. The next moment, your tokens are insolvent or the SEC is knocking down your door, right? Uh, And so can you afford something like mentally? These things are incredibly stressful. Um, What else? Can I afford something, uh, I said, technically, um, financially, right? That's another thing. Um, the, uh, The barrier entry of cost to building a business is incredibly, like, a lot lower now. Um, and that's uh, you know, that's great. I could probably stand up a e-commerce company right now with like a hundred bucks, maybe less. Like and I've done that to like pretty good success as well. Um, but if it's something like very, you know, taxing, right? Do you have the uh the people to go and back you? Right. If not, what is the MVP and how do you get it out the door? And then I think it's, you know, can you build like can you afford it like uh mentally? Are you smart enough to do what you're trying to build? Right. You can bite up more than you can chew. Like And I've done it, right, in multiple ways. Um, I've got, like, when I was working at Illuminate CoinScore, when we started that, we got two acquisition offers, right? Um, I was, like, 18, 19 years old. People were offering me, like, tens of millions of dollars. And I'm going, like, talking to hedge fund managers, like, big funds, like, yeah, we're trying to raise at a $60 million valuation pre-product, right? Uh, Being smart is incredibly... Uh, important just like knowing the tricks of the trade and that's just something that i've learned and these are like hard one pieces of advice that you know not only work in crypto but across the entire spectrum of entrepreneurship uh and then i think the last thing price is important um but it's not the determining factor right when it comes to building something right people who are building the bear markets i think zora was building in like 2018 right NFTs are like, yeah, nobody really cares about them, right? And just keep building and having that conviction is key because then, you know, hey, you're going to raise like an $18 million round. So keeping the faith around what you believe in um, and having diamond hands in all things is, you know, you know what I would say. So uh, hodl in all senses of the word, hodl your ideas, your vision, uh, your crypto, right? Uh, <laughs> in your community, right? And so that's uh, that's my advice for being a founder.
0: Okay. I hope that everyone listening slash watching were taking notes. Cause <laughs> we're gonna turn this episode into an NFT and you're getting on point. <laughs> we say shit like that. That's so all we're never gonna do. But um okay, so some trademark questions. Jesse, you want to hit them with yours? Sure. Uh Will. Yeah. So this is my trademark question. Is
1: what you do okay. actually hard?
4: Is what I do actually hard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't, I can't force it. It's not like I can go into the gym and get a workout. It's mentally, it has to hit me more than I can force it. I can't force an, an idea. Inspiration just strikes. So I consider that hard to deal with and hard to manage and hard to, 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 to find inspiration. It's hard to find inspiration. things. So it, with that, yeah.
1: I like it. Cool.
5: Okay. I'm going to ask the uh, other one, but I'm going to give it to both of you. Will, you first. Okay. Um, which one do I want to use? Uh, okay. And, and ten words or less. Can you describe blockchain? The future. Arm? Um,
3: ten words or less. I got to count. Because uh, right. I I, I can do it. Let me think. Um, well, nailed it. So. Because <laughs> I'm about to give like a technical answer, right? Uh <laughs> And do I have to explain to like a fifth grader, or is it just to y'all?
5: To you. Oh, it's a distributed,
3: it a distributed record of account and whatever account, period. Distributed record of account,
5: period. All right. So that's three. Well done. Well okay. done, gentlemen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'd, I'd say over the years of asking that question, people have gotten significantly better. Yeah, man. Whittling it down to something core and, and to like their own belief as opposed to like, or the early years, it was like, uh, people just thought I said no. Like, can you describe our 10 words with us? They're like, no.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It makes sense. It makes
0: sense. It's crazy <laughs> to see that evolve over time for sure. Corey, can we mint your dogs as NFTs? Yeah. <laughs> they're just as cute as Shiba. What the fuck, bro? I was like, is that a Shiba Inu in the bag?
5: Nah, she's a Kelpie. Kelpie is there a coin. Token for that yet? She- <laughs> there a for
0: that? Kelpie, <laughs> Make bro. One. Make a Kelpie <laughs> coin. We'll shoot it up to an eight billion dollar cap. Let's do it, bro. Let's spend it. it. Let's I would say we can make an NFT out of my dog, but my dog is ugly as <laughs> <laughs> His eyes go like opposite directions. And he Man, never dog actually may
5: be
1: more mentable than Corey's. <laughs> yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> For real. People want that.
0: Yeah. yeah I, what, is, what is what is what does Elon say? Irony loves fate. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the and, and he's also strangely obsessed with turning my Xbox off and on. <laughs> like it's really strange like he turns it on he stares at it and he turns it off and he walks away and i'm like you are a strange what are
5: you, I are you elon, xbox? I was like what is elon doing with your xbox <laughs> i don't i don't
0: play xbox i was gifted an xbox and i was like but you know i play playstation they were like yeah but i have an extra xbox and i was like <laughs> well, on, it? Next? is it like the the new the series x or what no 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 it's the x what xbox one s x series whatever one, <laughs> one one s one something like
3: that the last generation
0: i think the they're same. just making shit up what are we gonna call it this time i don't know xbox uh league Perfect. 17 xbox league seven, is- yeah. all right so um yeah that's it we don't have any more questions do we
5: Mm-mm. wrap it up thanks guys thanks for coming on the all show right. and yeah, i look appreciate forward you guys. to seeing these these, these, these palm trees Thank you. Thank really you. Thanks for
0: having us. Appreciate you it. You almost said, said pine tree. You I mother. Pine mother. Pine pine tree.
5: I was going to say pineapple because it's also a tropical plant. And for some reason my brain went there. But then I, I'm looking at the palm trees on this screen and I said palm tree. So.
3: I don't even think pineapples grow on trees. I think they grow on like, the ground. They probably they do. do. They, they, grow so it's- they grow on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's cool.
0: your educational get lesson for the day. That's your
1: vegetation. <laughs> right. I love it. That guy was. So, uh, I I really like listening to his art and how he was really passionate really? about one. I'm,
0: I'm really starting to like having artists on the show. That's not not what I've been saying. Either.
1: Yeah. I really appreciate Alicia bringing on artists. Yeah. They're really fun to listen to.
0: It's, it's, it's fun to see them see things, but this is a, this is a TBP exclusive guys. Like, so me and Corey from the onset of having the podcast, I've always envisioned having an engaged community right it's always just always been like man like what if we could create like a global clubhouse it's just us kicking it with people that have like interests like us we're kicking it right and so we've had members in the slack oh and the slack is what we always push we're not going to other things i know there's better things but we like slack so you know you can join the slack we <laughs> just bring in joe
2: i was
0: looking for the slack emblem but this works too so joe Joe's been like a listener. I think Joe's one of the first people that I knew for sure listened to every episode of our show. Um, and he told it, he was like, I'm listening, going back and I'm listening to every episode. So Jeff, Joe, welcome <laughs> to the show. You've been on the show like two or three times, right? Yeah, probably two. Two times. Um, and you know not only do you listen all you're like one of the most active people in the slack um and you don't you're not a shit poster like you're just anyways if you join the slack you're joining people like joe um uh, that just have amazingly insightful things to say and do and make fun of crypto all the time because crypto if you're not making fun of crypto you're doing it wrong because this shit is silly like i woke up on monday and shiba inu was a thing and i was like what the fuck is shiba inu and then on tuesday afternoon my boss is like let's buy 40 million shiba and i'm like but no and he's like do it do it and so then that happened but anyways joe uh also creates things and this is one of the things that he's created so i'm gonna let him take it from here
2: all right so about i'd say about a week and a half ago um i was kind of brainstorming a couple of ideas and just watching a bunch of silly videos mostly about people making random you know coins on Binance. and as i was looking at people making coins there was some guy making a coin called Mooncut, I think. And he was going through his process of how he made the coin and through halfway through his process, he explained that he would send a fraction of his supply to this dead coin address, which is just an address on Ethereum where you can send coins and it's used as an advertising beacon for other people. So everybody goes to the same wallet address, they look at the transactions, they try to find coins that are there. And then they you know, potentially invest in those coins. So I went to the wallet address and I looked at it and I noticed that it had, at the time, $8 billion worth of coins in it on Binance Smart Chain. And so I was like, wow, that's a lot of, that's a lot of value. A lot of people are sending a lot of tokens in there to advertise. And the, the highest supply that was sent is PancakeSwap's token. And then I said, hmm, I wonder if people are doing this on other chains. So I went back to the Ethereum blockchain and just went to Etherscan, looked at the dead coin address, and I saw that there was $16 billion worth of value in the Ethereum dead coin, or dead coin address. So I thought, well, what if I create a very simple website uh, with my co founder, of course, that allows you to just see the coins sorted by the supply contributed. That day. So, for example, if I have 100 coins of Joe token and you have D, you have 100 coins of Ferg token, and I send two tokens and you send one token, then I would be ranked higher than you because I'm sending more of my supply than you are. Um, and the idea is that the tokens that send their supply to our specific it address get promoted. So, we launched this two days ago, and you can see there's a Koda Inu coin. Somebody sent some supply. I actually haven't even gone to the blockchain to verify and see exactly how much it's sent. That takes you to the contract address, uh, to the, to the uh, wallet. Um, I actually need to do some programming later tonight to make that blue check mark actually take you to the transaction so you can see how much was sent. Uh, but yesterday, somebody sent Moon Shuttle. They sent 90 billion Moon Shuttle, which I have no idea what that is. But um, that's now in our wallet on Binance Smart Chain. <laughs>
0: i think it's hilarious go ahead go ahead jesse this is
1: an omega galactic big brain play by joe
0: huge (laughs) huge brain this man said galactic big brain (laughs) it is i mean this is really cool um and i i love that like we got like for our eyes on it first in the slack just because it's like wow this is it's it's always like the simplest thought that could have the most expound uh, ramifications and that's that's kind of like what we see here I, I the funniest part of it was those joe's like you you put this up and i clicked that and i looked at it and i was like okay it's a sorted list and i didn't think anything of it and then people started talking about it i looked at it and i was like okay it's more than the sorted list okay this is actually dope and then like Like an hour later, you're like, okay, so I have so many million moon shuttle now. And I was like, okay, so it works. Uh, So that's pretty dope. So this, I didn't know that about these chains is that people have created advertising addresses. And that's essentially what they are. They're just signaling that I've created something and go look at it.
2: Yeah. So it's on, I've seen it on Avalanche. Ethereum, uh, Binance Smart Chain, Phantom. And I think it's on Matic or Polygon also. I think they also have one. Uh, but there's like varying amounts on different chains. So by far the most, the most volume and the most, I would say value, and I use that in air quotes, value, because you know these chains swing up and down billions of dollars every day. But by far the most is on Binance Smart Chain and on Ethereum. And Ethereum is like twice as big as Binance in terms of value in that dead coin address.
1: So I got a question. How are you gonna spin this into a full blown company? Is this gonna be like a marketing play?
2: Yeah, we've been we've been thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still not 100% sure what that's gonna look like. You know, we kind mm-hmm. of just put this together and we don't really have a full, a full thought out business plan. I mean, we started this last Tuesday,
1: yeah, that's you big. guys are just like, that's let's big. see what happens <laughs> if we if we like see what see see if somebody sends some tokens to our address.
2: Yeah, that they're with, sending
1: to a burn address.
2: Within three and a half hours, we got our first token. That's that's some, pretty insane. Something. Yeah, because I launched it I think 6 a.m. Pacific time, and then the first token was in at like 9:35 Pacific time.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. So. This is very interesting. One, our show just got hella meta that we had a show then an interview, and now we're having an impromptu interview after an interview. <laughs> like, this, is, this is pretty dope. So um, so when you say you had a you, – you did say yesterday, I got a transaction five hours after, and then you said, I got a second transaction. When you're saying transaction, you're not talking about coins popping up here on the list. You're talking no, about yeah. like you're, you're promoting somebody for getting on this
2: list. So the way the promotion works is there are two, there's the, there are the dead coin addresses. So everything that you see listed there that doesn't have the blue it's check is found in the dead coin the address. Dead coin right? address. Yeah. yeah. That's getting sent every day. So mm-hmm. today, all of those Binance and Ethereum tokens that you see, those have been sent to those dead coin addresses today within the last 10 minutes. Sorry, uh-huh. in the last, in the last five minutes.
1: And then to get ranked, they have to donate to the address here.
2: Yeah. There's a specific address that we own the private keys to, where if you send your coins to that address, instead of the dead coin address, you'll get ranked.
1: So like, how did they discover your website? Just posting on Reddit? I
2: I honestly have no idea. If you go to the FAQ, and you scroll all the way to the bottom, there's an analytics link. Mm -hmm. And basically all the analytics of this thing are public. So you click on that analytics link right in the footer at the bottom.
0: Oh, bottom. sorry. I was looking at that math shit. Where am I looking? It
2: it says analytics
0: down. Above the above the it's like coins.
2: All the, the right FAQ, all the way to the right
1: of FAQ. All the way. Got it. Lower. There you right go.
2: Right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you look, these are the analytics. So you do you see the day we launched. Basically, mm-hmm. three thousand. We've already eclipsed our growth from yesterday, and today's not over yet. And you can see where the traffic's coming from. So Google, Facebook. I don't know what Vaz is. Uh some Android thing, Y Combinator, Hacker News, Twitter, DuckDuckGo, Yeah, and then those are those are the endpoints oh. that are being hit. So people are somehow fighting this and and Bro, look, people Vietnam, have already you're seen popular.
1: It. You're popular in Vietnam. <laughs>
2: uh, oh that's what that's probably what uh, VN is.
1: Oh yeah, true. True.
2: So whatever VOS mm-hmm. Voz probably means like voice. Mm-hmm. So it's probably some chat system over there. I'm gonna cl- I'm not gonna click on
0: that. Okay, see so right? what I'm happens. Gonna, I'm gonna click on it. Where does it take me? Voz.vn right? is I did. Oh, this looks like it's Thai. This is Thai. Okay. This, is all, this is all. How can it be Thai, Thai if it's Vietnamese? Voz.vn? Oh no, sorry. This is <laughs> I was looking at the language, <laughs> trying to decide like what Bro, the language squiggly, is. Not all squigglies are Thai. How dare you! How dare you! Hold on, let me look at it. Let me look. Let me click in here. So you, No
1: Yo, maybe- Joe, how jacked are you now? Are you still as jacked as before? Or like you took it down?
2: Not to what? down. What kind of interview is this? <laughs> <laughs> this is not that kind of show. I took All a weight down.
0: Oh man, so this is dope, man. Well, one first, like, so this is what I'm talking about, listeners. Right? Is that like the level? This is we we do a very good job of attracting the right kind of people into our slack group like we don't we usually boot people who are full of shit and we try to stimulate conversation that's worthwhile and most of the time you're talking to individuals with excellent ideas like this right so we just call it like the lightning effect of of good ideas and you know surrounding yourself with like-minded people so congratulations on launching something in like less than i don't know how when you had this idea you know, yeah. but obviously, you know, it's it's cooking and sorry, I keep getting distracted by this math formula here, the rank formula. All,
2: all that formula is, it just calculates the ranking by the percentage of the supply that's sent. So if it's the day, however many yeah. days ago, the absolute value, you add one so that you can get it sorted in the right order. And then mm-hmm. you multiply by the percentage. So if I send yes. 2% of my supply and you send 3% of my supply, you're ranked higher than I you're am. You're ranked higher. It's a very, yeah, it's just a very simple formula. So I just wanted to make it public so that people, are, people understand what they have to do to get higher rankings. It's not arbitrary.
1: Yep. This, is, this is slick, Joe. Like it's I said, not, uh, Omega, Galactic <laughs> Omega Galactic brain.
2: Omega Galactic.
0: Why is Google asking me to translate your website into Welch?
2: Probably because of all those coin um, names, and funny uh characters, probably somewhere down below that you probably can't even see. There's there's hundreds. There probably there are at least ten thousand coins that we scrape from. Really? And there's a bunch of stuff.
0: Yeah. Golly. So that's why like people people I'm starting to get like uh, you know you have those like frustration wrinkles on your forehead. I'm starting to get those. Uh because people because now in my social circles, I'm the crypto guy and should have seen this coming right obviously but i get asked on a daily basis about like hey you know have you heard of wzd token and i'm like what have you heard of what's the other one rlc and i was like what's rlc and then somebody was like have you heard of uh pt something and i was just like look i don't know what these tokens are there's no there's more tokens existing every day than like amount of days in the year sometimes like i can't keep up with all this so it's crazy that there's this many asia project interesting come explosion come explosion that's interesting token i wonder if that goes anywhere american doge not not regular doge but american doge oh man money's big oily be- orange boob america i mean money's gonna become a meme and boomers aren't going to know what to do with (laughs) themselves about the snickers with doge baby what don't worry about it it's that new shit okay well joe if you want to stick around we were probably gonna talk about one more thing and then wrap things uh because well actually should we alicia i'll leave that up to you as the producer because the interview was pretty lengthy What do you think? I'm looking in the private chat. You giving me the thumbs up to keep rambling. All right. She said topic. Topic it is. So let's talk about one more thing and then we'll riggedy, riggedy wrap from here. Um, So this thing is kind of really meta and it's really under. So back when I had the dreams of grandeur. Of crypto being something that engulfed the planet and totally changed society. Well, that's starting to happen. Right. But there's you can deny that if you want to, and you can say I'm full of shit, whatever. But the merriam Webster put NFT in the dictionary and then released that moment as an NFT. No, I that's, know that. that's pretty dope. So we're gonna hold up, we're gonna click on that link. It's Gizmodo. merriam Webster is selling the definition of NFT as an NFT, which means you can own something, sort of. That's the that's the article, right? And that's that's so meta, it kind of makes my brain hurt. But that's kind of the level the, sorry, not the level, the depth at which crypto has to go. Right? It's got to become a part of language, it's got to become a part of everyday society. It's got to become those things in order to ever become quote unquote currency or money or any sort of value stream that people um bank on. Sometimes I think I mean that quite literally. So, uh, I don't know, Jesse. What do you think about that? Would you buy that NFT?
1: No, I wouldn't buy that. But I, I would buy the NFTs if they're involved in video games. Oh, That's, like uh, skins? Well, yeah. So it's, there's another topic in that, in that category of NFT news. Uh, Decentraland founder unveils project of bringing NFTs to big time video games. Big time being like, a, I guess, um, a company, like a video game company that was formed by industry veterans who just you know are rolling in the crypto dough. Yeah and it looks mm-hmm. like they're going to be um they're going to be bringing uh it says NFTs to the gaming world. So I think they're going to be doing it probably a different way where you can swap NFTs between different AAA titles. So that'll be interesting.
0: Um,
2: you know, I, I mean, you, know play, what, you play you play a lot
0: of it. PS5. I play one game and I'm kind of bored with that too. So I don't, I mean, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time, but I don't, it's not for me to understand, right? Like when my cousin last year ran up to, uh, not my cousin, well, yeah, my cousin ran up to my net, my uh, uncle. And he's like, uh, you know, um, Hey, can I borrow $30 to buy these dances on Fortnite? And I was like, what, why? (laughs) Like when I spent $30, I got a real game, like a whole game, you know, and it's just not for me to understand anymore. So." You know, and then oh, and then I guys put a controversial post on the Facebooks. I said, uh, "You not understanding cryptocurrency is the same reason is along the same vein of you not understanding why your kid is asking you for money to buy fake guns and fake dances on Fortnite." And then everybody was like, "It's not the same." And I was like, "I don't know. It's kind of the same. Feels the same. <laughs> just you don't understand it. Yeah, it just exists and it is what it is." But I think that so those are the only NFTs. Joe, do you have any NFTs? Um I have like I
2: have a
1: real NFT. <laughs> a real NFT? Yeah. I was gonna maybe like show us his keys to a supercar.
2: Yeah. Oh shit. What Did
1: is you buy that? it? Oh no, that's not the right. That's not the one, right?
2: This is the printed out people
1: Okay, okay, okay.
2: Oh,
0: okay. Did you do it's that a, like to make a statement? Like, I don't have the NFT, but I've got this.
1: No, Joe actually owns the Beeple NFT. <laughs> <No>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the Beeple. Oh, that's wow. Um, yeah. I, I downloaded it from IPFS and then I mm-hmm. shrunk it down so that it could actually get uploaded to a printing service. And then I printed it out. I think Andy also has one.
1: Damn. Nope. That's funny. I thought for a second, I thought that was Ali Spagnola's, uh, what was it, like 15K ETH artwork? I I thought you bought it. (laughs) I was
4: like, oh, shit.
0: (laughs) Some of the things that perturbed me about crypto is that, like, the people that are super greedy and juicy for the money, they do so well in bull markets. Like, did you see what Gary Vee's doing? Mm -mm. Released 10,000 NFTs, all for a minimum bidding start at 0.2 ETH. And some of the average is going up to like 1.5 ETH per NFT. For what? So it, what are these? What did just he release? Wanted, just, just wanted to do it. Just wanted some like, money. What are, what are they about? Bro, one of these things looks like I drew it like drunk off my ass. It's a narwhal. It's just a squiggly narwhal. Did he draw them himself? or like? I one? have no idea what this is about. I just okay. got a link to it today in Facebook Messenger. And like he's selling these things hand over foot. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I just wanted to do it. Just wanted to make some money. Fuck it. Why not? You he's know? probably like
1: nft craze is pretty much over i'm just gonna like fucking splooge all over it see what i can just, make just drain it real quick
0: yeah so mm-hmm. i will go ahead and wrap the show up you know i think it was pretty pretty <laughs> solid <was> <laughs> it's pretty,
1: it's pretty, i like it's having cool. joe here joe, this is fun
0: yeah man we, we yeah, have to come on more here all the time man all the time we want to do this so anyways um you know thanks you guys that you become a patron you know, go to patreon.com slash the Bitcoin podcast and you can become a patron. There's tiers that do things. Um, I should know them, but, you know, I'm not the best creator. That's the new thing. Are you a creator? What are you creating? Ooh. Are mm-hmm. you a creator? I called somebody out on my other podcast blog channel about that because they were like, we're trying to stimulate the creator economy. And I was like, what is why? Not everyone's a creator. Like, I mean, Some everybody can just- do it. like you can you can grab a microphone, record a podcast. Yeah, but I'm a creator, bro. I'm creative. Okay. You mm-hmm. know? But like not everybody is, you know, some people just can't draw. Don't try to force them into creating to be on your platform to get traffic to your platform. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't do that. Not everybody's a creator. But anyways, I'm a creator, bro. Join the Slack. <laughs> Join the Slack. Um, com. Click the button. It says Slack. Join the Slack. If you can't do that. I don't even know how you got to the point where you're listening to me now uh i i really don't uh, you know it's 2021 if you can't follow like a link route to get to somewhere i i just don't know all right um what oh this one's very serious Uh, if you're listening to us on the apple podcast which is still the biggest podcast magnet what happened to spotify um we're still like in a case because remember we had the music podcast well they shut us down because some of the music was uh, copyrighted. So we're still dealing with that? We're still dealing with that, right? Okay. So, now, so basically what happened was this. Spotify doesn't deal with that. A third-party company deals with that. The mm-hmm. third-party company says, hey, you uh, copyright infringer, talk mm-hmm. to this person who wants you to stop using their stuff. Yeah. Well, now I'm at the point where I'm talking to the person that said, "Hey, can you stop using our stuff?" And they're they've gotten a little non-responsive. So now I'm talking to Spotify again, and not the third party yeah. to say, "Hey, Spotify, can you like this person's not talking with?" I'm trying to do all this in reverse. Sorry, people. At the end of the day, I don't need my hands. Uh, the per- <laughs> the person the, I'm talking so we're to, talk to. we're the, still waiting. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. Okay. Uh, Apple Podcast ratings. Yeah, go on your Apple podcast. Give us five stars out of five. Don't give us anything lower than four. And <laughs> We're very serious when we say this. Uh, Joe knows we're dead serious. If you're going to give us four stars, you can go fuck yourself. Okay? We don't play with that shit. You play with, you're playing with people's like ratings out here. Right? This is some serious shit. Um, what else do we do? Ah, the shout-outs. I did want to do a public service announcement so we can take off. Miss Harvey, for just a second. Uh, this should go without saying, this is a very common wisdom, but uh, in these bull markets, maybe you come across wealth or maybe you're just a wealthy person. Um, I know you know, a rapper would never say this, but don't go flaunting your wealth, okay? Because bad things come into your life when you start telling the entire world you have a lot of money, right? That's just the way it is. Can you imagine if somebody accidentally like, linked address information to crypto wallet addresses oh my god oh my god it'd be chaos in the streets just say you're broke absolutely like my man jesse the man no no i'm broke he's broke as shit Mm -hmm. me too i'm broke as fuck no that's not joe's broke he's so broke he had to print out a people yeah (laughs) Yeah. i spent my last 50 dollars on that little tiny yoda doll i have over there Broke. Mm -hmm. right so here's the thing um Go to, go to Joe's
1: website, tokenlaunchlawn.ch. That's 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 really the main point. Go back to it. Yeah. No, no. What I mean is, like, for everybody who's listening, go check out the website. Yeah,
0: go check out Token Launch. But what I was going to say is a public service announcement. Don't do that because we just saw an article in the Slack today what? that a lady, get this mm-hmm. man, and this is, you know, cover your ears, children, okay. held a man at gunpoint who was oh, claiming yeah. he was a Dogecoin millionaire, held his face. Put a gun up to this man's face and made him try to impregnate her. Like, I was wondering she, how you're going to say that. <laughs> I I didn't want to say it. I was trying to say it as like not lewd as possible. But mm-hmm, yeah, he was basically like, "Hey, you're gonna you're gonna put a baby in me, or I'm mm-hmm. gonna blow your head off." That's kind of scary. Like, yeah. So she said, "You blow your head off, or I'll blow your head off." And then like, <laughs> Jesus. All right, sorry, publics That's not supposed to be funny. This man was essentially, you know, yeah, yeah. He was threatened. So don't, don't say, don't threatened, say you got. Bro, that's a capital R. That's that's capital R A P E, bro. That's that's it right there. Yeah. That's that's it. So anyway, don't do that. Yeah, don't go around one putting guns in people's faces. That's a clear public service. The other thing is don't like. <laughs> Don't don't tell people how much crypto you have unless you trust them, like they're a brother or a family member. I'm I'm telling you, like, and I know some of you guys are saying not even family members are loyal. No, your family just sucks. Like, don't (laughs) don't trust them unless you trust them, right? So that's that. That's all I'll say. Now let's get back to the task at hand, baby. Uh, Lori Harvey, uh, sorry. That's the oh no, Zatsy Beats. Shout out to you doing your thing your career is sliding pretty quick but i still know who you are and i still care all right Lori harvey doing your thing um i don't even know why you're popular except for the reason that you are dating this guy right here michael B. jordan um here's the thing i'm gonna say some honesty here and a lot of the crowd members are gonna like it this man cannot act okay what I'm no that out he can there. act he can act mm, he, can he does one an-
1: Type of movie
0: that means you know, he like- can't act. That's <laughs> that
1: like that, no, that just means he doesn't have range. D
0: Tom Cruise can act right, he's he's does Mission Impossible very well. But if you go back to like Vanilla Sky, uh-huh. you go back to Cocktail, you go back uh-huh. to the man can act all right. Uh, what did he say? Turn on sir, your sir, turn on your location. What does that mean? I don't know.
1: What does that mean? I don't, I don't know. know. We'll find out. Ask Joe, maybe, but- maybe Joe knows.
0: Oh, <laughs> Joe <No>. doesn't know. <laughs> Sir, Turn on your location. Hmm. Am I giving away some information about my life? Turn okay, on. Not turn Let's, off. We'll go back. Uh, Michelle Obama mm-hmm. doing your thing. Uh, I really wish this is for me to you, Michelle. Do more to, to combat the stupidity in America right now. We need a lot of you because there's some silly shit going on right now. All right. Next one. Uh, Gabrielle Union. <laughs> Doing your thing. That's a really old picture of you, or maybe it's not. I don't know. You know what they say. Next picture. Um, Megan the Stallion. Sorry, I forgot who you are. I'm used to looking at you from a different angle, but you're doing your thing, girl. Keep it, keep it on up. Nobody, nobody gets a Grammy and then and then dry humps their <laughs> dry humps somebody on stage in the same night. But you did that. You did that. All right. And who's next? Is that it? Yeah. yeah. Her. Oh, yeah. Shout out to her. <laughs> Shout out to her. Shout out to her. And then this has really grown over the years. It used to just be old wide face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, where's old wide face? There she is. <laughs> old wide smile ass. Look at Zoe Zoe's doing her thing. Wide smile and long necks, baby. You know? <laughs> out here looking like a pixar dinosaur i see you girl she does though tell me she she's never coming
1: me. on the show like you like you started that so that you could have like at some point potentially have them on the show but you know i never that. going to sh- they're you never gonna come
0: you don't know me like that you, that is why i started that, that mm-hmm. is- i wanted it to be this crazy internet thing and she was like hey so you've been talking about me for five years like you damn right long neck <laughs> damn right <laughs> yeah, you would not <laughs> You would not. <laughs> she wouldn't do anything about it. She wouldn't. All right. So that's it, guys. I'm pretty sure that's all the shout outs. And of course, shout out to Joe and yeah, Token Launch. To now, did you get that domain? Like, how'd you get .ca? <laughs> did you get that from Handshake?
2: I think it was on um, I Want My Name. Oh, wow. That's a well. domain register. But I just oh. bought the .com today, so I'll fix it.
0: Okay. Now you should keep it .ch. People think it's like Chinese. <laughs> Wasn't well, tokenlaunch.com a thing? Oh, you bought it. Well, there we go. Um, token Launch. Uh, token Launch .laun .ch. Right? It's a .ch play. All right. Um, and I'm pretty sure you'll get this and point it to tokenlaunch.com. So there you go. Um, Joe, thank you for coming on, and shout out to you and all the other members of Slack that come in and kick it with us on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. You know, you know, it really makes it worth it.
2: It's been fun and educational. So thank you guys for creating a great community.
0: Yeah. You should, you know, what is your favorite thing about the, the Bitcoin podcast Slack? Like? Oh, on the spot. Oh, on the spot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just all the great advice, all the great community members. You know, you got a lot of people that know a lot, a lot of have a lot of deep knowledge and a lot of people that are really fun. And everybody in the community has a different aspect, a different perspective. And I think that having everybody together, when we can have, you know, pretty constructive debates, makes it a very good place to learn and also a very good place to kind of share information.
1: Dope. But it's mostly the fun aspect, right,
0: Joe? You already mm -hmm. know everything.
2: (laughs) Nah, I don't know anything.
0: (laughs) All right. We'll play the outro. We'll be right back. back.